0: Hello, and welcome to Heart Awakenings, channeling with Amrita. My name is Amrita, and for the next hour, we are going to be sharing with you about taking refuge in love. And by we, I mean myself and the two entities that I channel, Amrita and Aurelia. Amrita came to me in 1987 at the Harmonic Convergence. And I've been channeling that one ever since. Aurelia joined us 20 years later, exactly, in 2007. And extraterrestrial shamanism was born. And in extraterrestrial shamanism, we are grounded in our bodies as human beings, while simultaneously being grounded in our multidimensional awareness. So we have the capacity to experience as a shaman would journeying to other dimensions of time and space and reality. We are multidimensional beings, whether we're aware of it or not. And being human is but one of many, many dimensions of our being. Emerita has spoken of, and I know this to be true from my own experience, that what we are is love. What we are is the vast, limitless, unconditional, universal love. It's everywhere. Emerita says it's the stuff of which our universe is made. And as a human being who has lived a very long life, and learned a lot from living that life. I call myself an accidental elder. I didn't mean to be, but here I am with a richness of wisdom based on life experience and also based on experiences having lived a life in relentless pursuit of the truth. And I've always known lots of things and As I've grown, these things, my knowing and my experiencing of these things has grown and grown. Now, one of the things that has served me in my life is practice. I was thinking today about if you've ever played a musical instrument and had to practice it in order to play it better, with more ease, more mastery, more ability to express yourself through the instrument. Sometimes practice is something that's forced upon us. Oh, you must practice the piano, I was told when I was a child. And um, even with enforced practice, the body learns. And we do get good at it. But the ones who get really good at it are the ones who practice because they love it. When I was much younger, many of my friends would spend hours playing the guitar, just alone playing their guitar, because they had a passion for it. They loved it. They loved the instrument, they loved how, they loved what they were doing, and so they'd play it over and over again. And not because they wanted to practice, but because they loved it. But that love of it yielded, resulted in, practice. And the same is true for all of our spiritual practices, meditation, our different meditation practices and the various spiritual practices that we are engaged in. The more that we do it for the love of it, the more empowering it is for us. And the practicing is for ongoing moment-to-moment daily life. Taking refuge in love takes practice, especially when it wasn't taught you as a child, when it wasn't supported by your environment as you were growing into a young adult, as you were becoming an adult. Through all of the different life transitions and passages and and ages of life, if we are not practicing... Our awareness of that infinite love, however that we choose to do that, whatever we choose to call it, if we're not supported in that practice, then it takes some work to do it. And the best motivator for that work is loving it, loving doing it, and There's a a kind of a paradox in those of us who are in relentless pursuit of truth. And that is that even when we're having an unpleasant experience, we can still love doing what we're doing in response to it or with it or with ourselves in it. And because we know what it feels like to engage in transformational activities. So my ego's love of being right, which I have because I'm human, um, the mind's need to be right, which is just there in the human mind, is superseded by our love of transformation, our love of learning, our love of truth. And when that love is greater, and, and especially if there's some passion in it, then it doesn't really matter if the experience is pleasant or unpleasant. The feeling, the sense, the knowing that that transformation is taking place through our practice is way more fulfilling and satisfying because it satisfies more than just the mind, more than just the ego. It satisfies the soul. It satisfies us in our being and our essence. Ah, so whatever way Whatever avenue, whatever path, whatever practices that engage you, that are uh, fulfilling or, um, that you, that you love to experience, that is a practice for having your attention on that divine love, that unconditional love, that limitless love. And that love, it is available to us every single moment in time. It doesn't matter whether we believe it. Doesn't matter what we think about it. Doesn't matter how we feel. Doesn't matter whether we think we deserve it or feel like we're worthy of it. It's still there. It's unconditional. There are no conditions on it. It's available. Just like when you go outside in the daytime, the sun Is available. And the sun's rays even penetrate clouds, some of them. And the light from the sun is available to everyone all the time. We can close our eyes. We can go into a a space that has all the light blocked out. But that light is still there. And when we choose to have our attention on it, when we choose to notice it, especially when we choose to step out into it and allow what's already happening anyway. Amaretha says, it is for you to allow yourself to be loved. For the love, it is always, always available to us and it's in the allowing of ourselves to notice it in whatever way we do, whether we feel it or see it or sense it or know it by its effect. It's the challenge is to notice the love and Emerita says, especially in the midst of what is not love to us. So anything that appears to be a denial of that love, it... Whether it's a bad mood or being angry about what's going on in the world or, or being upset or grieving deeply, what, or being in fear or having a moment of rapture, it doesn't matter. What our experience is, that love, it is available to us all the time, every single moment. And as we allow ourselves to notice, that that love exists, then we can start to notice that as we dive deeper into knowing who we are, as we continue to open and open to the truth of ourselves, our very selves, the more love shows up. For me, the self is the love. I am that love. And each one of you is that love that infinite, limitless love. We are that, each of us. And how we choose to express it and what we choose to do with it and what we choose to believe about it or think about it or how we happen to feel about it, it doesn't matter. It's still there. And the more that we can be aware of ourselves, the more that we're willing to know the truth of who we are, of what we are, the more that we are open in that inquiry and willing to be wrong about what we think, willing to be wrong about how we feel about it, the more likely it is that that truth will arrive and arrive in a way that we can be aware of. So self-awareness, awareness of others... Pursuit of the divine love, pursuit of the truth, these are all the same things to me. It's all different ways of saying the exact same thing. And it doesn't matter if we think we deserve it or not. There's no such thing as being deserving of love. That's conditional love. And that's human love based on a sense of separation between ourselves and other people. It's the forgetfulness. We've forgotten our true nature, which is there is no separation. It doesn't exist. There is distinction. There's a distinction between this one that I am and that one that you are and that one over there that is another to both of us. There's a a distinction in and there's an individuality. Each of us as individuals are expressing our choice, to be who we are, whatever that is, however we choose to do that. And it's not so much that we create what happens to us. Whether we do or not doesn't matter because it's how we respond to what happens to us as humans, especially. How we respond to what happens to us will determine our experience will determine how much of the love we can be aware of while we are undergoing the effects of any given experience, especially of things that have happened to us. And while it can be valuable to notice how we may have contributed to the events that are happening to us, assigning blame for that or even thinking there's some responsibility in the sense that, oh, I've done something and I have to pay for it somehow or I have to admit it somehow. These may or may not be steps along the way on a path that leads to an awareness that it's how we are being, who we are in the moment, about that situation that is essential. That is where and how we determine our own experience of whatever's going on. And one of the things I found in the pursuit of love, in the pursuit of understanding it, in the pursuit of being and knowing of it, and in knowing of myself as that, is that the more I'm aware of being that love and the more that I'm aware that others are of that love, taking responsibility for my own actions and behaviors, the things I've said and done or the things I've withheld, the things I've failed to do that I thought I should do, all of those things, they just show up naturally. Taking refuge in love. I often look up the definition of words that... these words that come to me in describing these programs and so forth. And in looking at refuge, the dictionary definition is a condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble for being from being pursued. So if there's someone attacking if there's some danger present, if there's some trouble brewing, a refuge is a place or a condition of being safe or sheltered. And with shelter in place and staying safe, we're taking refuge in this time of this coronavirus. We're taking refuge in our homes. But the fear, the worldwide field a fear, the collective fear that's very strong right now does have a resonance. And it does pursue us into our homes because it's something that we feel inside. It's something that we perhaps can perceive if we're sequestering with others in them. And it's how we respond to that fear. Finding shelter from that, being safe. And Amrita has said for many decades now that as a human, our best protection is our open heart. And understanding that from a deep experiential level is something that has been unfolding for me through all of these years as the vibration of that, as the energy of that, and as the speaking of that has come through me, reminding me again and again. And this is how it works. When we entertain our heart chakra, when we have our attention on our heart, on our capacity to notice unconditional love, our capacity to express it, to receive it, to offer it, our capacity to know unconditional love. The heart, the heart chakra, that's the gateway to that awareness. And that capacity can increase as we put more and more attention on the heart. And that love, it's limitless. It encompasses everything else. It contains everything else. And I know from my own experience that there is no fear that is as large as the infinitude of this love that can be found through the gateway of the heart, through a reminding, a practicing, of remembering, re-reminding again and again through that practice of the love that we can access, that we can notice, that we can be aware of, simply by having our attention on our heart chakra. And when that awareness of our heart is connected to the heart of Gaia and the heart of the universe, then we are grounded not only in our humanness, but also in our physical nature that is beyond human. And we are grounded in our universal nature, in our universe, the universe itself. And all things flow through, to, and from the earth, our own awareness, and the universe itself. And being grounded in the very heart of ourselves, and in the heart of Gaia, and the heart of the universe, we are able... More able, more empowered to take refuge in love. And when there's something arising that's unpleasant, or I don't like it, or it's a sign that there's a, that something's off, that the energy flow is, um, wonky. (laughs) Um, when that happens, I don't try to banish it. I don't try to get rid of it. I don't try to change it or transform it. Oh, I'm going to surround it with love so it transforms into something else because that's conditional love. That's imposing what I think I want in that moment on something that I don't fully understand. And I've come to trust that what arises in me is there for me one way or another and that Simply being aware that whatever it is that's happening is, in fact, already surrounded and imbued with and held in an infinite field of divine love. There's love and acceptance that that thing, whatever it is that's arising in me or I'm noticing out there in the external world, that it is accepted as something That is there. Acceptance doesn't mean agreement. Acceptance doesn't mean, oh, I deserve it. If it's an unpleasant or even abusive experience, that's not what it means. Acceptance means accepting that this is what's occurring. Accepting the occurrence of it. The actual fact of it. And when we accept that, then when we we are... And we're able to access the love that we are that can surround it, that can hold it. We can love something unpleasant. Something that we don't like as a human. We all have our preferences. But all things, anything that can be perceived is made of love and is surrounded by that love. No matter how distorted the form of it is no matter how ugly it's become because of that distortion. And by holding whatever it is, by simply being aware that the vast field, the infinite field of love, is larger than whatever it is, it does and can eventually transform. And the tricky part is that when we allow this love, this is how we take refuge in love, we do so without condition. Without trying to change whatever it is that's going on. By simply remembering that love exists too, simultaneously, in every moment, there's always love available for whatever is going on. And as humans, we experience giving and receiving love. And receiving love is another way to express that is that we're allowing ourselves to be aware that of the love that is, in fact, coming our way. It's not possible to not be loved. Each and every one of us, me, you, everybody else, is, in fact, being loved in every moment. If you experience love as a stream, love is streaming to them from and through their higher self, their loved ones, the ones who have unconditional love for everyone, and by the love itself. the lo- Love loves to love itself. <laughs> love loves to love love. It's one of the passions of love is to love to love and to love that which is love. And that love, we only have to notice it. It's available. So no matter how unloved we might feel or how unlovable, no matter how stuck in feeling undeserving or unworthy of that love we may be, it doesn't change the fact that that love is there and that love is available to each and every one of us in every moment, moment by moment by moment by moment. So as a channel, it is my joy and my honor and my great pleasure and even sometimes my passion to allow the love that is Emeritha and Aurelia to flow through me as an offering to you. And as Emeritha says, you are invited to let your heart and your mind be open to the possibilities of what is so, moment by moment by moment by moment. And there's a very real possibility that you are this infinite love and that the love that you open to is also that infinite love and that you're being reminded, reconnected in your mind with the fact of that, with the love itself. You are loved. And... That love is coming to you through me, through Amaritha, through Aurelia, through your loved ones, through your guides or totems, your teachers, and also through your progeny, whether you have physical children or through your creative expressions. They are loving you back as you love them. ah uh, and so taking refuge in love means as, as you, if you read what's going on in the world which i do on a daily basis pretty much to remember the love while doing it to remember the love to remember the love and i'm blessed with many who remind me of this who remind me in so many ways, that we are all infinite love and that we can be aware of that regardless of what is going on inside or outside and that that love is available. So as a channel, I'm a conscious channel and I go into my heart and I let go and I allow Amaritha and Aurelia to speak through me, to use my voice, my consciousness, my body, to convey their messages to you. So, here is Amaritha. (laughs) And so I am here! I do greet you all with great joy, most wonderful. And so indeed it is as if I am Amaritha, extraterrestrial one, and I am here to assist human ones and human race. And In coming into full conscious awareness of all things at all times, that which you call enlightenment, and to bring message of universal love to as many human ones as possible. And now is the time, dear ones, especially awakening ones, those who are aware of the awakening occurring within them and many others at this time. Now is the time to have your attention upon and allow more and more awareness of this love that you are. All that is is universal love and universal love is all that is and you as an individuated one, you are such. You are this vast, limitless love. Expressing itself as human one. And so your body, your mind, your emotions, your identity, your humanness, these are all self-expressions, expressions that of self of arising from you as an individuated one. And that one is the universal love. Now, it is as if this one consciousness, this infinitude of universal love This oneness, it is as if this one did decide to become many, each individuated one having awareness of its nature as limitless love, to experience the one as many and the many as one. And one such individuated one, known as human race, did decide to conduct an experiment. Oh, let us see, is it possible for one to become many? And then each individuated one forgetting about this unity of consciousness which is the love. Is it possible to come back into awareness again to remember? And so you as human one in participating in this experiment you did forget about the love that you are. And then you forgot that you forgot and became identified with body with thoughts, with personality, with feeling states, thinking these were you. And each of these expressions of self, as human, had limitation. And yet it was limitless love expressing self. It is limitless love expressing itself as human one. And awakening ones are remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting over and over again this adding more and more energy to the awakening, making more and more awakening energy available to other human ones. And, dear ones, it is for you indeed to notice that you are indeed being loved. There is much love from me to you. There is much love available to you. Let your heart and your mind be open to this love, open to the possibility this might be true. And I say to you, if you can imagine it, it is so. And in your imagining this love, it can show up as real for you more and more and more, for it is what is so. And so the emergence of your awareness of this can bring the shift of your remembering and forgetting to remembering to remember, for this is what you are to do as a weakened human one. To remember to remember, moment by moment by moment by moment, that love that you are. And so... This business of there is only one consciousness and you are this and each and every other one is this. This is a paradox, you understand. And such paradoxes, they are inherent on this plane of duality. This universe is made of love, divided into two, so to speak. And so physical reality is polarity-based, dualistic. And there is perception of reality as dualistic. Oh, it is this way or it is that way. Here is this thing and it's opposite. When is good, When is bad, we must try to get rid of all the bad. Human ones who do this are attempting to eliminate half of their aspirants. And it is not a successful endeavor to notice the dualistic nature of the physical universe, of your own mind while simultaneously being aware of the love is allowing for that dualism to that polaristic way of thinking or identifying to be held in the infinite field of love. This is not an error on your part. This is you exploring your human nature. And to discover that the paradox, that your human nature is the same as your divine nature, that your divine nature is the same as your human nature, regardless of your opinions about this. This is resolution of the paradox, you understand. Now, where I come from, it is triune universe. And this triune universe, it is created by taking the love that is the all that is, pull it apart into three, not two. And so all physical reality is expressed as a triunity. Also this human experiment of forgetfulness, this is unique in all the universes. Human race desires to conduct unique experiment, And at this time, the successful completion of this experiment is indeed at hand as a possibility. The realization that, yes, indeed, it is possible for the entire human race to come into a state of awakening, to come into a state of awareness of its true nature, which is the vast and limitless law. And to those of you who are aware of this love pouring through you and a strong desire to share this love with others, know that it is being received in its fullness by many. They may not be visible to you, but they are indeed for many of you apparent to you. And so you pour your love out and to regard all that is as this love, and all that is as being loved, moment by moment by moment. As you allow this love to pour forth from you, or to pour into you, there is an increase of love in the universe, and there is an allowing of a greater awareness of Sah. And so moment by moment by moment, there are many reminders to you, ways of being and remembering this love in the places that you forgot about it, places where you decided, oh, I will never open my heart again, for it was broken, places where you have decided that the only response you can have is to push away, you may notice that understanding of your own nature can breed understanding of others and of yourself. And in the light and the field of this understanding, this is where you, as a human one, can bring all of your troubles, all of your fears, all of your angers, all of your frustration, all of your sense of hopelessness and despair. You can also bring the full full expression of your passion, your joy, your ecstatic nature. What gives you simple pleasure, what lights your fire, it is for you to notice that all of these coexist with the infinitude of love in the vast field of it, it is permeated by this love, all that arises within you whether whether you judge it or not, whether you decide it is good or bad, whether you want it or not, whether you believe in it or not, whatever arises from within you is being held in love moment by moment by moment by moment. <clears throat> And I am here to be in remindingness to you of that which you may have forgotten, dear ones, and are in remembrance of, that you are this love, and that it flows to and from you. It flows around you and through you. You are surrounded by it. You are, you are imbued with it, and you radiate it like a sun. This is your nature, dear ones. Now, it does seem to me it is for me to introduce Aurelia. And so, a moment, please. Oh, dear ones, oh, such sweet interconnectedness. As this love flows between you, this sweetness is like the nectar. It is like the sweet honey. It is such a joy to be in awareness of this sweet love between yourself and other ones. As it flows between you, it becomes an even greater joy. Oh, dear ones, in the here and now, every moment, every place is contained in the now moment, this now awareness of this place, this now. All moments are contained in this. There is no need for memory or visionary, or visions, when you are fully, fully present in the now, for you can envision any and all futures. You can indeed remember any and all pasts that you carry in your field of consciousness. The gateway, the access point to all other moments in time, all other places in space, uh, is indeed your awareness of the here and now. And indeed, the gateway for human ones in standing in the here and now is your heart. Your heart and your heart chakra, your capacity for this unconditional love, to recognize it, to be aware of it. Your heart. It is the place to start. It encompasses all of your human self. There is a radiation of love from your heart to all of your lower chakras. There is a radiation of light from your heart to all of your upper chakras. And the love of the universe and the love of the planet, they do indeed. Enter into your own field through your heart-to-heart connection with them. This is the gateway, your own heart. And when your heart has been broken, when there is disappointment and sorrow in your heart, with a sense of loss, it is for you to notice that this is the limitation aspect of this particular place, so to speak, within you. This energy field that is the heart chakra. When limitations are perceived, then the thoughts and feelings and experiences around those limitations accompanied by sense of loss and sense of separation, can occur. However, it is your heart's nature to be vast and infinite, with no limitation whatsoever, whatsoever. And so when that which has limitations, such as broken heart, is held in the greater field of divine love, of limitless love, that sweet nectar that flows between all that is love, all that is life. When that sense of limitation is held in that greater field, it dissolves, whether slowly or quickly. It does by its very nature. It dissolves, for it is not an opposite It is but a different, your sense of limitation, it is but a different expression of the limitlessness. And it is not that you are to blame or even responsible for those things that have occurred that brought your heart to be broken. It is an opportunity for you to notice that there is more to you than this. This is indeed an aspect of your experience and therefore has legitimacy, you understand. And simultaneously, in the same moment, there is a vast infinite love available to you. It can be utilized to heal your broken heart. It can be utilized to fill that broken heart with love. The breakingness of the heart does not keep love from filling it. It is your awareness of the love that allows for it to grow and grow and grow. And so most wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Amarita and Aurelia. This is Amrita again. And thank you for the opportunity to channel them for you and to be in reminding us of the love that we all are, regardless of what's going on. So, taking refuge in love means simply turning to it again and again and again and allowing it to be what it is. For it is a reminder of our true nature. And it also has the effect of healing us as humans, of bringing a sense of connection where there was a sense of separation, of finding the the places where we are in agreement instead of always finding the ways that we're not the same and therefore not in agreement. We can agree or not agree and still have love between us. I think families um, can demonstrate that. That's one way that we can notice that. And different countries have different cultures, and yet we can be friends. We can be allies. We can support each other in being who we are and doing things the way that we choose to. So taking refuge in love means making an ally of your heart. And of engaging in whatever practice increases your awareness of your own heart, of the love that's flowing to, through, and from it. So we're going to do a little journey or guided meditation, if you will. It's a little taste of what we do in our extraterrestrial shamanism programs. And we invite you to co-create with us. And with all shamanic journeys, especially done by us, whatever experience you're having, go with that. And only that which is of benefit to you comes in. Being in a shamanic journeying state is a vulnerable state. And we honor that. We acknowledge that. And we also acknowledge that you as a being, as, as the one that you are, you have choice. And it's our choice to share that which is of benefit to you in your awakening, to share with you that which is for your highest, greatest good, as it were. And whatever doesn't apply to you just falls away. It doesn't even come in. And so, dear ones, we invite you, let your heart and your mind be open as you bring your attention to your breath. And notice that your body, it's breathing. It breathes on its own. And as more and more of your attention is on your breath, if you have any body sensations, you can notice them and bring that portion of your attention to your breath. If there are energy sensations you can notice them, and bring your attention, that portion of your attention, to your breath. If emotions or feelings arise, you can notice them, and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. And thoughts, if thoughts arise, you can notice them, and bring that portion of your attention to your breath. As you continue to be aware of your breath moving in and out of your body, you can notice or imagine that this breath, it is flowing in and out through your heart chakra. And as you breathe in, there is an inflow of the love that surrounds you. And as you breathe out, there is an outflow of the love that you are. And this infinite stream of love flowing in and out through your heart chakra is occurring with the breath. And so as you breathe in, love flows into your heart and to your being. And as you breathe out, love flows forth through you from your heart. And as you continue breathing in and out through your heart in this way, you can notice the heart of Gaia. The very center of the earth. And as you breathe in, that love flows down to her heart. And on the out-breath, the love of the Mother Earth for you rises into your heart. And so you breathe in and the love flows in through your heart chakra. Down to the heart of Gaia, you breathe out and her love flows into your heart as you emanate love. And as you continue with the heart-breath in this way, you can notice the heart of the universe. And as you breathe in, this love flows into your heart, flows down to the heart of Gaia and out to the heart of the universe. And on the out-breath, the love of the all-that-is flows down through your crown chakra to flow into your heart, meeting the love of Gaia for you. And so you breathe in and the love comes into your heart chakra, flows down to the heart of Gaia and up and out to the heart of the universe. And you breathe out. And the love that flows through your heart flows outward. And it is for you to simply notice that as you sit with this, As you continue to breathe in and out through your heart with awareness of your connection with the earth and the universe, this awareness does grow. And you can notice that it is as if your heart chakra is emanating, generating like a pink light. That fills your being, that grows and grows and grows and expands beyond the boundaries of your body, beyond the boundaries of your energy field. As you breathe in, this field of love that surrounds you with your heart at its center grows larger, and as you breathe out, it grows larger, and as you breathe in, it grows larger. It is ever expanding this love, and it is holding and containing all of your thoughts, all of your feelings, all of your memories, all of your identifications, all of those individuated ones that are connected with you through family, through genetics, through sense of connection, through friendship. all of your soul family, all of those that you have been or will be, every single other that you have been or will be, every single other that you will or have been, will be or have been in connection with. And all of the love that flows between you and all of these ones increases this energy field. And it grows and grows and grows. And with each breath in and each breath out, it grows larger and larger. But it is not diluted. It is very potent, this love. And the power of this love informs your physical body. Your emotional body, your mental body, your energetic bodies. This love informs all of the various aspects of you. It informs you of your nature. Of your nature as a human, of your nature as a being. Of your nature as an essential Self, that is this love. For the resonance of this love that is like pink light emanating through and from and to you. The essence of this love is the infinitude. The infinitude of love. This is your true nature which emerges time and time again as you navigate your human experience. As you go to sleep, wake up, forget, remember, remember to remember again and again and again. And this increases the love that surrounds you, that permeates you. It is the very stuff of which your body, your mind, your emotions is made. The essential nature of you is this love. And as you attune with it, as you attune with this love, your nature continues to reveal itself to you. In this attunement, there's an abiding in the love. And as human one, you can take refuge here. You can bring all of your troubles, all of your sorrows, all of your grief to this field. It is safe here. It is safe from judgment. It is safe from rejection. It is safe from sense of separation of any kind. For this is the unifying, unified love consciousness that you are, that all beings are, that all of life is. And in your attunement, there is a resonance. And this resonance is accentuated by and accentuates the resonance of the divine love that is the all that is in the here and now. Moment by moment by moment. And you can remember this. You can take note of this experience. And from this moment, as you have access to all future moments, you can scatter. Like little heart seeds, little droplets of love, you can scatter these throughout your experience. From the past, from the future. A heightened awareness of the love while you experience whatever is there for you to experience. And this heightened awareness serves to attune you more and more to your very nature, which is this love. The self and the love are the same. And so whether you pursue truth or knowledge of self or self-awareness, whether you pursue love or connection or unity, consciousness, it is all one and the same, dear ones. For in your pursuit as you open more and more to the truth of these things, to what is so moment by moment by moment, your ability to notice in the midst of whatever is occurring for you, increases and increases just as the love that flows through your heart increases and increases as you continue to have your attention on your breath, on your heart, and on the expansion of this. And so it is for you to notice your physical body and that you are indeed breathing, your body it is breathing the air in and out, to notice your surroundings, to notice your physical location. It would be to your benefit, if you can, to put your bare feet on the earth, your hands on a tree, or your hands in the dirt, to now attune the frequency of your physical form with the frequency of the planet itself and to assist you in actualizing this awareness that you carry of your heart and of the love. And as you come more and more into your body, as you come more and more into your awareness of your physical self, We are here to remind you again and again of this love that is never-ending, always present. This is the eternal love and the gateway is the heart and the now moment that contains all other moments. This is where our awareness of self, awareness of others, awareness of being, awareness of life rests. And we can rest into it So going to the heart has been and is and continues to be a place of refuge for me in my personal experience as a human in all the difficulties that I have been through in the challenges that life brings me, whether personal or collective or both, and it's usually both these days. This reminder of the love, remembering, touching on my heart, bringing my attention to my heart, even in the midst of my mind saying, rah, 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 about this and that. The mind chatter. The days when I feel irritable or trapped or resentful. Allowing remembrance of my heart when these things happen helps me. So thank you. We thank you for joining us, for being a part of this, for your co-creation in this most wonderful.